Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the practice report. It's brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, and Jeremy Birmingham, Ohio State at Indiana. Prime time on the road. Everybody was like maybe expecting did, did ESPN and ABC want this game in prime time based on the preseason projections or what they've actually seen? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Indiana wants some revenge about uh, a division championship that they had no claim to from a year ago. They've struggled, obviously, uh, so far this season, losing record. Ohio State turning the corner. This doesn't seem to me, as we stand here on a Tuesday, like a real trap game or any of that other stuff to me, Burn. Like, Ohio State's got to have that beat IU uh, video board up there for a week and a half now. So, <laughs> I think some of the pixels have yeah, gone out on it. Giving them a, an off date to prepare, to get healthy. Uh, they've had Indiana's number, even though there have been some close games in the series. I don't know. Is there any – do you have any uh, concern think, about this one? I think those close games in the last handful of years play a part in making sure that this isn't one of those trap games where you go into it and, and get kind of caught off guard. Plus, you have the fact that Ohio State has had the week off. You you have Indiana. They did a lot of gum flapping in the, in the offseason. From their fans and and some of their yeah they were going to build off last you know, year and, and next Ohio, step next Ohio step. State is in a position right now where obviously they're getting better. Uh, I do think it's interesting that it seems like the rest of the league has a much greater say in when they schedule night games than Ohio State does, which seems to almost always be dictated hey, to them. They've got one next but hey, week. It is great. Uh, it's a cool opportunity. Indiana needs this game. It's going to be one of those buzzsaw potentially things that we saw in 2018 and 2019 or 2017, 2018, where you're like, oh, walk in and all of a sudden, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't believe in this Indiana team. I don't think they have a weapon or two weapons that are good enough to really uh, 
exchange blows with Ohio State. Yeah, and I think you know that starts with, on the outside with Indiana. With like you know you can look at from last year, Ty Freifogel. You look at Stephen Carr, who's a good running back, but like Freifogel's game last year against Ohio State was almost an anomaly in his season. Of course, he was played pretty well, but it wasn't the best receiver in the Big Ten by any stretch. Don't you think year. that they'll look back, Spencer? I just want you make this point. You brought it up. We'll look back and wonder how in the world Ty Freifogel won a Big Ten Receiver of the Year well, trophy when Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson were if alive. If you're going to be great, be great against Ohio State. Listen, I mean, you're going to see it again this year because David Bell is probably going to win Big Ten Wide Receiver of the Year, and that's going to. I'm just preparing Ohio State fans for that. But now they could but, just change the award name to like the Chris Olave Award. Tim Bianca Batuka. Uh, <laughs> need I say more? Anyways, but you know this Indiana team comes in probably with a lot of confidence against Ohio State in particular because. You know, they scared Ohio State a little bit last year, but in reality it was 35-7 to at the break. And Ohio State just kind of, I feel like, didn't show up in the second half, kind of, you know, packed it in. I don't think Ohio State's going to take this game for granted at all. It's at night. You know, the weird thing about night games for me is, you know, they say the home crowd and the home team is always geared up for a night game. Well, the road team gets to sit around and think about how fun it's going to be to play under the lights as well. And I think that's, that's an advantage for Ohio State. You know, the only night games they've had – the home opener, I mean, the opener, which you're always going to get up for, Akron, and now this. I think Ohio State's going to be very engaged, very ready, and I, I expect yeah. this to possibly get out of hand a little early. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not throwing, trying to throw water on y'all's fire, but uh, you know, but the other flip side of it is Michigan State had a pretty good balance going offensively going into that game last week. They held, held Kenneth Walker Jr. It is Kenneth Walker Jr. or the third. I the can't third. Remember. The third. Kenneth Walker the third. 83 yards on 24 carries, for example, in that game. They had a really good defensive game against Michigan State. Michigan State, without a pick six, probably doesn't beat Indiana. Uh, so this defense, you know, but that was a, you know, this is an Ohio State offensive line that for the most part has seen what Indiana can throw at them uh, from a blitz standpoint. Everybody saw it in the second half last year especially. So the surprise element there is not going to be there for Indiana like it was maybe a year ago. Uh, et cetera. But yeah, there is concern about going against this Indiana defense just based on what it did in this last outing, which was take a team that was playing pretty well offensively and almost turn it inside out on occasion. Indiana doesn't make a lot of mistakes defensively. They play very sound. They're going to force CJ Stroud to, to be smart with the football. And as you said, force Ohio State to find balance. But I think being that Ohio State's already played a road game at night in the Big Ten, some of that weight off of the, the expectations or the pressure on C.J. Stroud is mitigated because he's yeah, already done it. But I would throw this in. No no team, and I think y'all will agree, no, there may not be a team in the country that is so equipped to throw counter punches as well as Ohio State is. I'm talking about offensive. You take this away, we're going to hit you there. You, 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 you bring seven, oh my goodness, look at these wide receivers you got running around. And not to mention that. As long as they're on the right. This is a team – that I think if their quarterback is on point, I'm talking about C.J. Stroud, is extremely well equipped to go against this defense. Spencer, you pointed out that this Indiana defense, though, is not the same as the one from a year ago. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the, the way that they blitz, it's not the same, you know, blitz pressures. It's not the crazy throw anything and everything at you. You know, that coach who was doing all of that stuff for Indiana is now the head coach of South Alabama and winning a lot of games there with the same defense. Yeah, It's hard to replicate what he was able to do to Kane Womack. It, it's not easy to, to be able to scheme those things up, especially against this team. I, I think this team is actually more well-equipped than last year's team was as far as Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jibba. Like, go ahead and blitz. Yeah. Seriously, if you want to, go ahead, because they're going <laughs> to they're gonna 
see the the defender at the top. They're going to replace him with with Jackson Smith and Jigba, and he's going to go twenty yards up. The Give the quarterback two I'm just seconds. Picturing yeah, exactly. Ryan Day like yeah. on the sideline, going seriously. But they did <laughs> blitz a lot. They did blitz a lot against Michigan State. They did bring it in fairly effectively against Michigan State. I will throw that in there. Ohio State's got this added element of Travion Henderson now in the passing game. Those little uh, valve routes. Oh my goodness! Things. Once you do that, those, those blitzes become even more reckless. I mean, you got you better get home. Because if you don't, it's a home run for Ohio State. I'm glad you threw it in a valve route. That's a great way to call it. Because everybody keeps – every time he catches the ball, he's on a wheel route. No. This guy, they're they're getting him out there in different ways, and it's really intriguing to watch this offensive develop. And real quick, the last time Ohio State got blitzed like that was against Minnesota, and the exact same thing happened. Travion Henderson, all they had to do, it took maybe a, a half a second for C.J. Stroud to slip him the ball, and he went 70 yards because there was nobody there because they blitzed everyone. Go ahead, Indiana Blitz. Yeah, I think they will be invited to do And, you know, the big difference between Michigan State facing that kind of pressure or anybody else is not only do you have those weapons that you're talking about at the skill positions, but you have the best offensive line in America. Greg Studrow was talking about right. that unit that he has at his disposal. The veteran experience there, Munford, uh, has been banged up. We know that with the foot injury in and out uh, of the lineup a bit. Uh, he mentioned that Paris Johnson had been as well. So that was another reason why Matt Jones was playing at guard uh, left or right is also the backup center for this team. You may still see this team play six, and it's hard to believe that like no offensive line coach, no offensive coordinator, no head coach really wants to do that. You want that consistency of five guys, but for Ohio State, it seems to be a real bonus. Yeah, I mean, you have great players. You have to find a way to get great players on the field, and Matthew Jones is playing. What Ryan Day said on, on Tuesday was, if our guys are playing starting-level football, we will find a way to get them to play. So you know that he's playing starting level football and, and I don't know, not a problem to me. I mean, <laughs> I think that the great thing is, is, is that, you know, Greg Studrow talked about it when, uh, you know, uh, Dewan Jones was feeling a little bit ill under the weather against Maryland. You can take him out and just go run the other guys out there and flip everyone around. And, and that was something that they learned a year ago. I mean, we saw it against Michigan state a year ago when you basically have five new guys going out there on the offensive line and all those things now have, led to you know more flexibility and and more opportunity for guys to play and you need it how much do you think it matters to ohio state too though the way they did kind of blow things last year in the second half against indiana of going out and setting the record straight how much do you think that plays into this i think it plays into it a lot i think it plays into it for the coaches and also for the players i mean uh because they did sort of sleepwalk through that second half and indiana did come back on them legitimately you know had the ball with a chance to uh, go and go and tie the game or, or win the game so I think there's a lot involved in this game that won't make it like last year's game. That was a first-half party for Ohio State last year. There were no fans in the stadium. But it's a two-half it two no, game. But it was a top-ten matchup, and Ohio State beat the doors off of them in the first half. And I think that they got a little caught up in that. Just, okay, you're not really a top-ten team. Go take your seat. And, yeah. and this is what Relax. this is who the kings of the Big Ten are. That is not going to happen when, you know, if it's 35-7 to 7 again at the half, if Indiana goes down and scores, like the crowd gets back into it. Like, Ohio State, this is not last year's game simply because there are fans in the stands. It's going to be different. you got to avoid that. Like, yeah. it, you it's just so this different. Yesterday. Well, there, it now, will you're... be a 50% Ohio State crowd <laughs> at Indiana, but you just have to make sure that that 50% Indiana crowd never has a reason to make noise. That, that's basically no, If it's 35-7, to 7, they won't even be there at I agree. Time. I agree. So it'll that cheer that we always hear in the second half when we're over in Bloomington, oh, age, I, yeah, that's, that's when, what you're going to hear. It's when they take their stadium picture every other year, exactly, because everybody's in uh, red. I, I think that the big thing for at this Saturday, we we obviously have four days, five. What day is it? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. We yeah. ha, we have five days before this 
six, four days? I'm not great at <laughs> this stuff. We have a couple days. A couple days until this game happens. And I think that the, the intrigue here for Indiana is who's a quarterback, as always. Yeah. Uh, but even if Michael Penix is back for the Hoosiers, he's not the Michael Penix that was playing at the beginning of last season when Ohio State played Indiana. Mm -hmm. He is dinged up. He is less mobile. He is less able to take a hit. Uh, and I, I just don't see that same sort of fear factor that he had and that confidence that I he had. I just think I was going to say his confidence is gone as well because even when he was healthy, he was making some bad decisions. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's football, so. thrown three touchdowns against seven interceptions this year in, yeah. in, in five games. He has not been good. And, and a lot of that, I think, just comes from expectations. It, you know, it's actually hard once you become known to, to stay at that level, and I think he's found that out. Yeah, there you go. The other part of it uh, that was obviously newsworthy for Ohio State on Tuesday as they return to practice on Monday, uh, handling the off date, interestingly, uh, or in a different way than maybe in years past, getting Haskell Garrett back to practice, Cameron Brown at cornerback. Uh, Ryan Day expects both to play. I think the expectation uh, from the four of us here is that Tyreek Smith, after missing three games with what appeared to be a concussion, he went through warm-ups against Maryland. You would assume with two extra weeks that he would be back out there. You know, Thera Munford and Paris Johnson that we talked about. This should be a team that's pretty healthy, but obviously, defensively, if you add Haskell Garrett and Cameron Brown back into that mix, hmm. this team in the second half can get a lot better. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, no, you're, no, you're right. But, but look at the guys who've risen. You know, I mean, I, I keep saying Tyleek Williams is one well, of the Well, I don't great... sure that there's a like for like for Haskell Garrett. No, That's... no, there's not. But if he can't go, you know, yeah. you got to go with who you got. Well, what but, Haskell uh, Garrett does is makes Tyleek Williams absolutely. better. He makes these other guys better because yeah. he's, he's eliminating the opportunity for that, to, you know, double team stuff that the other teams can do really we haven't seen a full strength Ohio State since week one maybe the Oregon game a well they weren't bit. even I mean we didn't see them then because Cameron Brown and seven banks were absolutely were both unavailable uh, yeah but that's so, what football is man yeah but now it seems like you're going to finally start to see this team it's improved so much on defense without a healthy seven banks without a healthy Cameron Brown Haskell Garrett's been banged up Tyreek Smith different guys with no Josh Proctor yeah you see the you see this team now starting to get back to full strength and your eyes kind of open you wonder what exactly they can do because at, you know three-quarter strength or five-eighths whatever strength uh they've Math been real top five about. or ten team they've been getting really i want to clear the air Math, if you've got if you've got two quarter cornerbacks in your starting lineup one of them's denzel burke who's the other one cameron, cameron brown. brown yeah, yeah it's cameron there you brown. go okay yeah. what did you want to say i want to clear the air here trayvon henderson is a top five running back in the country or top ten no top five but if he is a top five then he's also top ten sure but top five you want me to name him? Was he fourth? No, I don't want you okay. to. You can you can put that on the message board where you can is participate he, is he third? as part of the on three network. Uh, Spencer's going to be ranking his top five running backs in the country. We're going to see exactly where Travion Henderson is. You can subscribe if you haven't already for $10 for an entire year. Uh, please do that so that we can take that three cents per day and continue to provide full coverage of Ohio State all year, 24-7, 365, including Saturday night at Indiana. A lot more coverage coming this week here on our YouTube channel as well. Course practice report is brought to you by Buyers Auto. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, and Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you tomorrow. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.